What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. It's the Apple Bits XL. Brian Tong here, your host. Doing the most for everything good and bad inside the world of Apple. And guess what? You know, we are just about wrapping up to the end of the year. We're jumping into 2023. So we're going to do something a little different here. I have a very special guest for this podcast. Marquez Brownlee, MKBHD, is joining me because we're going to do something fun. The best of 2022. So there is some Apple stuff in here, but there's a lot of non-Apple stuff here. We talk about EV cars. We talk about trends in tech. We talk about best Apple product, of course, best product for other companies. Uh, We just talk about a whole lot of stuff. So I thought this would be a nice way to wrap up the year before we jump into CES. I will be at CES 2023 hosting the show for the third year in a row, which is an amazing honor. So we just got this episode that you're listening to right now is episode 249, which means our first episode of 2023 will be episode 250. But enough of me talking. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. It is incredible. We're not going to do any type of ads or anything. This is all about the best of 2022. All right, what's up, everybody? Hey, you know, I had to bring the best of the best, the man, the myth, the legend, Marquez Brownlee in the house because we're going to do something special for you. What's up, Marquez? Good to be here, man. I'm I'm happy to be talking 2022 stuff. Yeah. Ooh, like a little a little reflection here, right? So, yeah. you know, I don't. This is the thing we kind of talked about. This uh, we're gonna do a best of 2022, but Marquez has kind of what he thinks are best of. I have things that I think are best of. We actually don't even know what categories we're gonna throw out there. We yeah. just thought like, let's talk tech. Let's talk whatever. And maybe maybe you might learn something about us along the way. So uh, I say, without further ado, let's just not like waste anyone's time. Uh, since you are the guest here, just jump right in. Twenty twenty two, Marquez. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have you start with your category first. All right. So I don't want to. I'm not gonna start with my hottest take. I'm just gonna give. I'll give you one. I'll okay, see what your reaction you. is. So so okay, a lot okay. of new electric cars out this year, right? This is sort of a movement yeah. we've been we've been evolving, getting new EVs. Best new electric vehicle of twenty twenty two. Ford F-150 Lightning. Ooh. Now, now, here's the thing. I know you've seen a lot of cars. You've driven a lot of cars. So I think you're in one of those unique positions to really be able to compare these. Uh, yeah. I know where I'm leaning. I've done a test drive, but I don't own a Rivian yet. I know you you own a Rivian. Is that right? The yeah. R1T? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, I actually yeah. picked the Rivian over the Ford. Personally, I, I like it better. It's sportier. It's a little smaller. But I just think as far as things that we needed to exist, I, some of these companies are going like crazy. Their first EV will be something like totally out of the blue that doesn't match the rest of their lineup. You know, think Mustang Mach-E or, I mean, the Hummer EV, I guess, was kind of in line. But the, the F-150 is so popular, we just needed an electric version of the mm-hmm. already popular F-150. And now that that's real, it's so much easier to like understand what, what benefits electric has. That thing has a gigantic front trunk. I think that's the best one. It's got it's got junk in the frunk. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So it's, I think <laughs> I think it's worth it. It's like it helps to be able to talk about other EVs. Like there are actually better vehicles. I do think the Rivian's better. I think Lucid made some really interesting strides this year. Um, but you know, that's my that's my semi hot take. Is the F one fifty Lightning is definitely mm-hmm. the most important new electric vehicle that came out in twenty twenty two. So I think this is a cool distinction because some of the things that I have here to pose to us are the best depending on context, right? You're saying the F-150 is the most arguably important and needed to happen, but your personal favorite EV is the Rivian R1T, correct? That is true. That is true. Okay. Okay. Based on the cars that I have been able to try out and drive, I mean, I was one of those uh, mid R1T reservations, not after they raise the price, but I'm kind of waiting for the max package. Like I want the longer distance. So they told me, you know, even if I could change my, uh, my configuration to 2023, I'm just going to be patient and wait it out till, uh, they told me 2024. I think that's the move. (laughs) I think that's the move. Honestly, it's going to be, so I I currently probably get 285 miles out of a full tank, which is like, Mm. if that's my only car, that's a little light for me. I want to see three something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, allegedly 400 with the max pack. Hopefully it's around that number, which would be nice. But I think that's the right move to to stay patient for that one. But it's good. You're going to like it. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes the tech space patience can be a, a good virtue. Okay. So, you know, this is good. We're talking cars. I actually want to throw this out. 
because we're on cars and you kicked it off with this. Um, I have a best car feature of 2022. So I know you've played with a lot of cars. Is there maybe a feature that is unique to cars? And we're going to see a whole lot of cars at CES this year. Maybe a feature that kind of where you're like, hmm. There's a lot of, I think in the car world, kind of like smartphones, there's a lot of features that come out that are really cool, but then you have to take a second and think, okay, is this gimmick or really useful? And I did a video on Tesla's full self-driving beta that I finally got access to, and it's it's teetering on the line. It's really interesting trying to see that thing drive you around. Um, but there is an endless world of gimmicks. So I'm curious what you've got, but uh, I know of a lot of gimmicks I could name. <laughs> okay, I got one gimmick that I... I, I, yeah, maybe it's maybe the best gimmick. Let's okay. just call it that for now. I thought it was kind of cool, and I don't know. I only used it for about a week, but I kind of thought you might butcher me on this one. The Genesis GV60 has this face detection, which okay. is kind of like it sounds silly. It's <laughs> you're right. It's like face ID for your car. Basically, you don't have to use. You literally. I know we have our phones with the cars, but you can walk up to your car. Um, it's kind of like a double dual authentication two-factor authentication yeah. in essence with your phone it was kind of gimmicky but i'm like hmm i mean this is just the first gen maybe there's something there i don't know it's cool if it works <clears throat> I'm, I'm testing yes, a, exactly. a mercedes eqs suv right now that has a fingerprint Ooh, reader SUV. yeah fingerprint reader okay. in the center console so if you have multiple driver profiles you just tap your finger and everything lines up because there's about eight thousand settings in that car so it just lines you up which is cool um I'm a you know one one car one driver type of person, so I'm not I'm not using these types of features, but that is pretty cool to think about. I guess that that's a useful potentially useful feature, and Genesis is doing yes. really good stuff this year, dude. Yeah, the Hyundai brand is doing like a lot of killer stuff, just consumer and Genesis line. Okay, um, your turn, my friend. Okay, let me pull up my doc here. I got a doc actually. I wrote some stuff down. <laughs> I got I got I got I got some I got some stuff too. Okay, okay. So worst. Hmm. I don't want to say worst. Let's go with uh, most okay, uh, most underwhelming tech product of the year. Okay. Right. So Ooh. in tech, Ooh. it's really tech all about yeah tech products. So you're trying to manage expectations. Yeah. Like if you have a whole ton of hype and then okay. you come out and you're not that good, your delta is kind of big. You're you're kind of underwhelming. If you keep the hype low and you over deliver, that's actually better. But if you keep the hype too low, maybe you won't sell. So this one was a bunch of self-imposed hype. We all were hoping for an amazing Pixel Watch, and we got a very mm. average Pixel Watch. Most underwhelming product of the year. That So as you were saying this, my my first inkling, because I actually had it here, um, like most disappointing, kind of, was Pixel Watch. Yeah. Because some people will really champion it, and be. I've heard a lot of people talk about how, oh, it's better over time, but I think... It, it also goes to show how hard it is to make a first-gen product for a company who really hasn't played in this space enough, and it takes time. Like, we saw Apple's Apple Watch really came to maturity maybe three, four years into the game. True. Google's Pixel Watch, though, now, now what, how many years after the Apple Apple Watch? We're at Series 8 right now. First entry, you're hoping for more, but... I, I it felt like very I don't I would not I don't want to call it a beta. I know a lot of people work on all these things that you and I cannot make, but it did not hit the mark. Yeah. It did not hit the mark. Yeah, and to be fair, the mark was like very self-imposed. We wanted it to be mm -hmm. Apple Watch Series 8 competitor. And then there's also like the the question of like is it really first gen? Like we've had Wear OS, we've had like Moto 360 and all these pseudo first party things in the past. I I want to I guess it is a first gen watch, but like I don't know. It's Google. We're treating them like a startup, but like we wanted so much. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was rough. I look. It works. It it will do most of what's advertised, but like from the from the UI to the battery life to the pairing issues, I'm not I'm not here recommending that. So I think we're on the same page about Pixel Watch relative to expectations. Anyway. Yeah, that, that that's a good call. I like how you said it. You know, most underwhelming. Oh, okay, okay. Um, we're both. Wearing different types of earbuds, headphones for different reasons right now. But um, what about best headphone of 2022? So let's say over-the-ear headphone. What what did, what did you have? I'll, I guess this time I'll start with mine. I'll let you think about it because you know sure. if I throw it at you, you're like, dude, give me a second to think about it. <laughs> yeah. right? So there there's so many 
headphones out there. The market is pretty saturated. All the big players have them out. Uh, I'm, I'm not here to rip on them, but I think over the years, Bose has shown that they're kind of a there's a lot there's a lot of like legacy hype, but the actual quality of the audio is not up to par with a lot of the the companies out there. I'm just keeping it real. So I'm gonna say, I mean, it's hard, but the I I love these. Okay, I'm gonna just say it. I chose the XM5s from Sony, mm-hmm. but they're still on sale. I might throw out the XM4s. I was gonna I was gonna the go best there. Headphones <laughs> of 2022. Yeah, that's really funny. So I was gonna defer to you because, like, okay, I've tested a decent amount of over ear headphones, but I haven't, I haven't done as much Sennheiser as I want. I haven't done as much Audio Technica. There's a bunch of them. I go to CES every year. There's like a thousand, right? But I know I got to test the new Bose. <laughs> yeah. I got the, my hands on those, the new Sony's, the XM5s, and in my review of the the Mark Fives, I was like, honestly, now that they've come out, the Mark Fours are cheaper and they're every bit as good, and you just might as well just get those. So even if they didn't come out. I guess during the calendar year of 2022, they're probably the best over-ear headphones to buy <laughs> in 2022. I, I would agree with you on that one. That's 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 what that's what I was like. Oh, I guess I. I mean, as I wrote the best stuff, I'm like, actually, I kind of feel this way. I'm just gonna do it. Um, the the other pre- the other disclaimer here is yes, Marquez and I do have uh, the opportunity to try a lot of tech, but we don't cover everything. So if there's holes in our you know opinions, guess what? That's just how it is. Don't get mad at us. Don't. Don't get, oh, duh, duh. okay, just calm down, everybody. You can right. only try so um, many your things. Turn. Your turn. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, so yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll stick turn. with the headphones theme because I like where you're going with that. Uh, okay. And I was actually going to go maybe spicy take on this one. Okay, Apple's, Apple's best product of 2022 was the AirPods Pro 2. Am I crazy for that? Okay, I need to show you my doc. I need to show you my doc <laughs> right here. I literally wrote best Apple product of 2022. Okay. I'm yeah. going to screen cap my doc right now so people know AirPods Pro 2. Because I was going to ask you. I didn't want to start off with Apple because everyone's like, oh, I like, you know, everyone, we always talk about Apple. But we'll work our okay, way up to it. Let's hear your, let's hear your, your case for it. So, I mean, theoretically, there's a, I mean, Apple makes a lot of great products. The MacBook Pros, uh, I, is that a last year product, I guess? So the MacBook Pros are great. Um, yeah. New iPhone comes out every year. Very solid. And like they make a bunch of smaller stuff that you could consider Apple Watch Ultra one of their best products. You could consider, you know, the new MacBook. But the AirPods Pro 2 from a from a package, just like for the price, best noise cancellation, adaptive transparency mode. Uh, I think it really for me is transparency mode. I think that's the one thing where all these new earbuds come out with noise cancellation and they all also have to do their own version of transparency mode. And I've tested probably a dozen of the highest-end noise-canceling earbuds at this point. None of them come close to Apple's transparency mode. And so if you care at all about transparency mode, it's kind of a no-brainer. Um, mics are pretty good. Call quality is good. Features are good. If you use an iPhone, it's just you got to have these these earbuds <laughs> are the best. Sorry. That's it. Do you know... Um- 100% agree. I think also when you look at Apple's product lineup, you think about, I just think about even, let's say, the holidays and price. So they're $249. Holiday deals are around $199. How are you going to beat that like as a gift for someone? But mm-hmm. again, everything that you said, I'm on board. I'm really curious, like as time goes on, when you talk about transparency mode, um, talking to a few people, I know it's maybe not socially accepted or people are used to yet but people wearing these at concerts with transparency mode to regulate like the damaging sound levels i've i've talked to one person who actually used and said like people gave him weird looks but it sounded like the concert as is um without kind of getting those really shrieky peaks so i'm i'm curious because you talk about transparency mode which is maybe a little underrated until you actually see what it's like versus others I wonder if this is the type of product that, because it's Apple also, that people might start using them in situations like that. Yeah, I I sort of mentioned it in passing in my review that because of the way it handles the sound signatures and the loud sounds and such close to real time, theoretically you could do this. You could go to a concert with these in and just have the music playing at a lower volume. And then after that, I started getting tweets of people who went to concerts and who tried it and who reported back and were like, dude, yes, I did it. And it sounded great. I didn't even see comments too much about like people judging them or whatever, but like the feature works. So, you know, I'm hoping everybody steps up their game with their transparency mode for the next year or two. But as of right now, 
Head and shoulders above the rest. AirPods Pro 2. Yeah. And best Apple product of 2022. Yeah. Correct? That's that's yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, okay, man. I was hoping for more of a controversy here with us, but okay, <laughs> we're, we're pretty aligned. We have not planned this, people. This is just like totally raw. Okay. Um, let's see. Okay, I'm gonna we can bounce around to tech and non-tech. How about this? Uh this this is a constantly changing thing. What about your best or favorite emoji, your most favorite emoji for <laughs> hmm. for 2022 personally? Personally, it could be I don't know. Okay. I don't I haven't really even thought of mine yet, but I'm gonna throw it out there. I'm gonna I'm gonna just check my you know, if if it's in your recents, it's <laughs> oh, yeah, probably you it's probably up there, right? Okay. Actually, are you confident enough to show us on camera your oh, most yeah. recent you know how like yeah okay okay let's yeah, I don't do know that. I don't know I what this, that'll be fun I don't know what this says about me I don't we'll see how it picks <laughs> can you see that yeah. if I put yeah, it just up hold to it the, there yeah that's that's pretty good up to the webcam yeah yeah because yeah let's see okay so I got the thumbs up we got a lot of the smiley face I'm gonna try and find what's unique okay we got a camera we got the high fives I like the, the melt okay I thought which one's the best is it a face melt the fit the face melt the all the way on the side on the fourth oh, row. Oh yeah. Okay, okay. okay. I've been yeah, using yeah, that yeah. one a good That's amount good. lately. Uh there's a frisbee emoji okay. in there. And yeah, there's some trophies. Uh, you know, I did a good amount of winning this year, so I feel like I used you I used that trophy emoji more than usual. <laughs> so That's pretty solid. You're always winning, bro. Okay. Here we go. Let's go to let's go to mine now. Okay, here we go. I don't know. I'm just going to use the uh the zoom one. Yeah, here yeah. We go. Okay, the fire emoji, big there's fan. There's some questionable ones there. Yeah, fire. There's some questionable ones there only because I did a music video using silly emojis in a questionable way. So just don't judge me for that. We see eggplant. We yeah. see taco. We see peach. We see squirt. Uh, just pretend those are not. I don't know if actually those are my normal rotation. Okay, question. Do you see Any this others? one? Do you see this one as the as yeah. praying hands or high five? I feel like that's a that's a divisive one. Oh, I see it as thank you. Yeah. Okay. Or a prayers up. Because some people I, see I, this I, as I, high fiving. And I, I never saw what? it that way. Yeah, I never saw it that way. But apparently that's a sort of a split. Maybe it's not a 50-50 split. But. <laughs> so it would mean you and I would have to literally like high five at the perfect angle. Like, yeah. And it would form this symmetrical like thing. I, yeah. That's a, that's a thank right, you so hands to me. Best. So I like, okay. So I think, I think the trophy and the melting face were your two unique ones. I For like sure. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Your turn. Your turn, sir. Okay. All right. Um, I have my best trend of 2022 so i had to think about this one a little bit because you know you get you get social media trends you get like tiktok trends that sort of come up and die you could argue that shorts as a whole is a trend there's a lot of things you could consider here but for my Mm. best trend of 2022 i'm going with wordle Wordle was my favorite Ooh. trend of Ooh, the year. Nice. It had a huge crest. Obviously, almost everyone I knew had played at least once or heard about it. I happened to still be playing Wordle all by myself. Um, but yeah, I had a good time with it. I think it's uh, it sort of it leapt me into like the New York Times crossword world, which was fun. But Wordle was huge. I like that. Um, I would say, but you you're not posting your Wordle scores though. I don't feel like you, you know how people are doing on a daily for a while? Yeah, so I'm still doing it every day, but it's not trending like it was. So it's kind of, it's, it feels kind of late for me to be posting my Wordle. I feel like actually recently I did get like a two and I posted it and people were like, man, you still Ooh. play Wordle though? Like that's kind of, kind of old news. You got you to own that. Marquez, you got to own that, man. You I do. Be like, you, I do. You, you do have the ability to kind of push the narrative a little sometimes. So I said like, <laughs> there might be a second coming of Wordle. Look. I play it. So if, if if people come back to it, I'm here waiting. It's good. Okay. Um, that's a nice one. I would. I'm on board with that. I'm gonna. As you ask that question, I'm gonna come up with what I thought is a trend that everyone is. How about this? A most common trend of a word that is used, not Wordle, but a word, metaverse. Metaverse uh. was used ad nauseum in 2022. Whether or not people knew what it meant yeah what it is what it will be i mean it's still this forming thing that every company that has uh skin in the game and money in the game is pushing towards us and it's beyond just facebook or meta with the metaverse it's it's a lot of companies so i would say 2022 one of those trends 
yeah would definitely be using the word metaverse a lot <laughs> tech word of the year yeah there's like a whole there's like a yeah, the tech word of the year yeah, there's like a galaxy of of words that surround it like ar vr web 3.0 crypto even like we, just things that don't even seem related to it like blockchain and like what are we even talking about here but yeah the metaverse <laughs> the metaverse has dominated our headlines for sure even today even to this like all year oh yeah i don't think i could disagree with that that's yeah that's pretty good i think um the you know how like the 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 merriam webster dictionary does like a word of the year every year mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. i think metaverse was second place this year and the first place one was something oh, did, I'd never they, heard of. It was like goblin mode or something. I have no clue what that is. But Metaverse <laughs> Metaverse made their list too. So it's got to be good for something. I didn't know that. That's that's good info. That's good info there. Um, is goblin mode like gaming related? I honestly didn't even look it up. I have no clue. I think it's a young, I think it's it's younger than us. We just, it never hit us. <laughs> it just never hit us. Bro, okay. If you're saying younger than us, you know I'm older than you. So it's like I know, but for you it's younger than you. For me it's younger younger. Yeah, there's a there's a whole generation up to I mean I'm 29 now. I feel like there's a there's a solid Bro, entire generation. Uh we were just talking about this at the studio that doesn't really use computers. Like they don't know what mm-hmm. file structure is because they just have an iPad, right? Like they don't move file. They don't care about in the cloud versus local to device. They just use the iPad. So like that what's a computer girl from that ad that we all like to joke about is kind of a real person that's grown up now, which is crazy. So yeah, that's younger than us, bro. <laughs> all right, all right. Um let's do hmm, let me look at my list. Okay. Yeah. Um we we have we've had some best, but we also said we could kind of pivot in directions. What do you think? This is very broad and open. Mm-hmm. Um, but worst moment, worst or one of the worst moments in tech. All right. So I'm going to let you marinate on that. I'm yeah. going to start talking about mine a little bit. Um, whether you love him or hate him, I think the whole energy around the Twitter sale to Elon Musk and all the uh, discourse and hot takes and cold takes might have been the worst for me might have been the worst moment of tech because I think it, there's a point where it became even less about, well, no, it was about Twitter, but it became part of Elon, then it was part of Twitter, then it was back to Elon, those people who lost their jobs. It was just an ugly moment in tech, and I think if it never existed, we all would have been for the better of it. So I'm going to say <laughs> my worst moment in tech this year had to be, uh, the, I'll call it the Twitter debacle. Okay, that's fair. And it's it's so much more than a moment. It's just like a thing just it's this like, thing and it's like still a thing it's it's going to be a thing for a while right for sure it's for not sure. going away anytime soon okay i kind of thought about mine for a second um and it, it's sort of tied hand in hand with a product but not entirely the product's fault if you'll hear me out um the unveiling of the meta quest pro the Ooh. presentation you know the the Zucker the Zuckerberg walking around the stage like ba- basically a robot giving us the 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 lowdown on this new two thousand dollar headset, and then I actually got the headset and got to try it. Like, don't get me, I made the video about this. Don't get me wrong, it's not a good headset at all, <laughs> but it has a lot of good ideas. <laughs> okay, so if yeah, you yeah. think far enough into the future about like what Meta is trying to do and AR and VR, it like kind of makes more sense that they're trying to make this exist. But like the product itself, bad, very bad. Uh, zero people that I would recommend it to, zero reason it should cost that much, um, and almost nothing that it actually does well in a standalone way. But overall, I will say the the unveiling and the here it is of the MetaQuest Pro was uh, just nothing great there for me. <laughs> so that that might fall under for you. Uh, one, maybe second place for most underwhelming moment and arguably one of the worst moments in tech for you in 2022. Yeah, it's because the Quest 2 is so good that you would expect it. Exactly. A... It's, well, it's $400 now, but yeah. Right. So when you see Quest 2, $400, really fun, then you'd expect new product from the same company in the same like product category that's two thousand dollars you'd expect amazing so that's a that's where the disappointment comes from yeah yeah i mean it's hard to justify for even if they tried to swing it for uh, enterprise it's hard to swing the argument that this is literally sixteen hundred dollars more and what you're getting for sixteen hundred dollars more 
at any level for any type of user it didn't make sense other than to put out like we're we're trying to push the needle we're trying to move the needle forward for us and eventually we'll get there mm-hmm. but yeah still waiting to see all right all right i got i got one more okay. for you actually that i think might be i'm curious what your your answer will be right mine okay, I'm gonna my I'm category gonna... is the okay. thing that we got the most wrong this year so, you know, during the year, we get to see a lot of tech products come out, and we're very early to it. So we get to judge it, and we go, oh, you know, this is really cool. I think people are going to love it. Or, you know, this is really kind of a gimmick. I don't think you should buy it because of this. And we we mostly get things right. I think we, we were pretty fair with products. Like 5G came out, and we we're very skeptical about things. And we, we get good products, and we know they're good right off the bat. When Apple showed us the iPhone 14 Pro and I saw the animations and the presentation on Dynamic Island, mm. I thought mm. that that would be so much bigger of a deal to regular people, and it turned out to just kind of be like, meh, don't really care, which in hindsight makes perfect sense. It's like it's almost the same phone. It's got a little cooler animation up top. I thought it was sick. I could tell the programming and yeah. everything that went into it was impressive, but I was so wrong about Dynamic Island. It just is just a small, It's just a little thing. Just a little aesthetic thing. It's cool though, and that's that's a good that's a good one. Um, I think part of also even if we you know we obviously haven't seen really Dynamic Island completely unleashed from a live activity standpoint, it's still like True. in in progress. But to your point, the general consumer, how many of them care from a standpoint of in my review and an, I didn't I didn't say you have to get this phone for Dynamic Island. If you're the tech enthusiast that loves the kind of the newest toy you'll enjoy this but if yeah. you're my friends who don't upgrade every year this is you shouldn't get the iphone just for the dynamic island right exactly fully agreed that's a, okay 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 that's like that's a good one dang so what, what's the category i guess how do, how do it's what do just you like my category is like what i was thinking something would happen versus how it actually went so i I, I kind of I saw that dynamic island presentation. I think I tweeted like, "Oh my god, people are gonna love this. This is this is the <laughs> biggest new feature." It was sick. It was sick. It was cool, right? It, it, I was in the moment. I was in the theater. I was like fully into it. Um, but it turned out to not uh, not have the impact that I suspected it would. Okay, this is this is a great um, kind of admission, but also it's true. I love how you said like in the theater. I don't I don't think people understand that. When you're on Apple's campus and when you're in the room, in the presentation, it tr- actually it translates different than being outside. It tr- yeah. translates from like just kind of sitting on your couch and and watching the presentation versus being in there, sometimes feeling the energy that is created by Apple and their employees. Sometimes, though, it's the energy of our peers. Like I was sitting next to Jedner, your average consumer. And we both were like, oh, when we saw Dynamic Island, we were yep. like, this is sick. Mm-hmm. And it's flashy but um there right do you do you have you 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 feel that energy that i'm talking about right like it kind of can sometimes kind of influence that little hype that little hype energy right yeah no it's definitely it's a thousand percent on purpose and it's a hundred percent why apple wanted to bring events back to in person like they kind of got away with you know a year or two of like these remote events which was really convenient for us because they just ship us the product and then there it is objective overview but they know they intentionally create a vibe, an atmosphere. Literally, I mean, if you've never seen the videos, like you walk up to the doors and there's like, you know, bright smiling faces like, hey, how you doing? You excited for today? <laughs> like it's, uh, it's obviously intentional. And I'm sitting there trying to be like, yeah, no, I'm ready. I'm ready to see the thing. Show me the thing. I'm trying to, I'm, I got the blinders on. Let's see what the thing is. I have my context ready, but you know, it's a beautiful building. It's a beautiful campus, the theater. The weather's always perfect, so they don't even think about what if it rains. That's not even on the radar. They're just like, okay, we're going to have you in golf carts go from the theater to the fitness center and do all these things. It, it's, it's just like a, it's a different vibe. So it's intentional for yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of history and even just being in Apple's campus, which is people just can't walk into there, right? There, there's this feeling of like, oh, you're invited to this, you know, you, no matter how many times we've gone, it is an exclusive event. The tech, the whole tech world is watching and we happen to be lucky enough to be at the epicenter of it. And so there's so much yeah. kind of going into that. But at the same time, even if you try and stay, we, we all are, you know, covering this, but that it does have influence it, yeah. no matter what you say. It does. Yeah, you kind of, you kind of just okay. have to take a deep breath, take your time, 
you know, remember what you're there for. That's sort of my uh, my mo. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I know what we're there for. We're there for like the freaking cattle call of five hundred thousand journalists just crashing that place. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have to. You know what? If it comes up, it's hard for me to think off the top of my head what let us down or was overhyped. So, if I if I come up with my response to that, okay. I'll, I'll let you know. Okay. Let's. Um. Do you have any more tech tech ones, or do you have you have some of the like the off the off the cuff ones now? I think the the rest are pretty. Are you tapped out? Yeah. I got like I have a I have one that's like kind of tech, but not really. Sorta. You you <laughs> okay. could tell me. I'll, I could I'll give it to you. You could tell me what you think. Um, okay. Okay. Platform of the year. Platform of the year, Ooh, as far as I, was, I had, I had, I had service of the year. I had service of the year. Okay, so when I'm thinking platform, I'm this thinking. Yours, so I'll let you go first. Yeah, it's like you really only have so many choices. You have the big ones, the obvious ones: YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, mm-hmm. uh, and then you have like the smaller, more focused ones that maybe have whether it's like a service, like you, you might say Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, something like that. But I just think like social media platform. And my okay. platform of the year is the only one not to royally screw something up in an apocalyptic way, and that is YouTube.com. Yeah, I was going to say, it's got to be YouTube. Then. It's YouTube, because be everyone from Twitch to Instagram to <laughs> whatever's happening at Twitter, like, something crazy. And when you're a creator, you always want stability. You want predictability, something you can build a small business on. And YouTube's just been that rock. Oh, something's happening over with Twitch? Come on over here. I, I bet you'll like what we got with live streaming. Oh, oh, what's that? Your short-form videos on TikTok are incredibly inconsistent. It's owned by China? Did you say it's owned by China? Come on over here. Come on. We got shorts <laughs> over here. And it's just like across the board, you look at what everyone's trying to do, and it's they're trying to get what YouTube's got. Oh, you're looking for the best monetization platform as a creator that's consistent? We, we got, we got that. Oh, you, you have a million views on that Instagram reel, but you're getting a hundred dollars. Yeah. You go, come on this way, big boy. Like yeah. for, yeah. for real, that's a great call. Uh, and I think what's interesting is when you talk about best platform, you know, we've seen it. It's just so it's, it's so thirsty. A lot of these platforms, once they see something hot, they all just like completely change who they are. Like Instagram changed the core of who they are mm-hmm. and it has not been for the better. Right. They, they've completely like no longer, you put up a photo on Instagram, no one cares. It's not even pushed out in the algorithm. You put up a reel, that means nothing. You're most likely going to get more on that reel than you ever would on that photo. That might really be what you want to show off to people. But, you know, Instagram's all over the place trying to be TikTok, trying to be Snapchat. I mean, they've always been. Um, and But the interesting thing is, though, although YouTube was like, did incorporate these other features, they didn't do it in a dramatic way that changed the core of who they are. So right. right to your point, like it, there is a little more competition of between shorts and long form video, but it wasn't like it was a complete train wreck and it hasn't been yet. And now people are going to be able to monetize shorts, uh, but in February. Yeah, pretty, pretty soon. Uh, we always have this, this thing we do on, on the waveform podcast where we ask this question, which is, is it a feature or a platform? And mm. the question gets really interesting when you're like, TikTok is clearly you know, blowing up, it's everywhere. You've got short form vertical videos that find you. You don't search them, they just find you through the algorithm. Is that a platform or a feature? And of course, TikTok will say it's a platform, but YouTube's like, yeah, we, we'll just add that. That's a feature of YouTube. You can dive into shorts if you want, but we're still YouTube. Twitch is live streaming with obviously the chat going and the, the emojis and all the things that happen on the side with the, the even people donating. That is a platform. That's Amazon's Twitch. Or is it just a feature of YouTube, right? It's like we have live streaming here. We have all the super chats and the memberships and everything. that It looks exactly the same, but YouTube is still YouTube. So every time a new thing pops off, whether it's Snapchat stories, getting stolen by Instagram, and then everyone having stories, and then everyone getting rid of stories, it's, it's always that question, which is like, all right, you can base an entire platform around this, or you can admit that this probably is just a feature that's going to get added to other platforms, and YouTube has just been that rock, so... Yeah, it's the rock. It is absolutely the rock. I remember. Um, I think there was an exchange between you and you and Elon, where he was basically touting. You know, of course, he touts a lot of things that Twitter would end up. You'd be able to monetize your videos 
just as well on Twitter and you're like, all right, like, yeah, let's see it then. Yeah, it's not easy. I like, mean, it's easier said than done. YouTube's got this and YouTube went through it, too. Don't get me wrong. The adpocalypse a couple years ago was a real thing, but they've learned from it and they really uh, they make it clear that the value proposition between viewers, creators and YouTube itself is like lockstep. So, you you know what you're getting when you go to advertise on YouTube and that's great for advertisers and that's great for us. Nice. Okay. Let's go to, um, this is, how about this one for, this is a random one. I'm, I'm just going to jump around now. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is, this is not, uh, to, to make this about us, but I did want to ask this question for you because I think this is fun. Best person, best person you've been mistaken for. There's a lot of times where YouTubers, people come up and say, oh, hey, yeah, what's up? So I'm saying this would be a complimentary one that you'd be like, I'll take that. I'll take that. So huh. um, there might be a few. I don't know. And it could be totally stupid and completely like, dude, I don't even look like this person. Yeah. But <laughs> best person you've been mistaken for. Okay. So I only get a few. I really only get a few. Judner and I get each other all the time. <laughs> like all the time. Um, there's an NBA player named Victor Oladipo, and I get that a surprising amount. I mean, I see the, yeah, I get that. I see sometimes we'll be playing in a game and I'll get people like taking pictures of their TVs. Like, I didn't know you played for the Indiana Pacers. I don't even know who he plays for. Um, but I think (laughs) this year, yeah, I think so. Oh yeah. He just got, yeah. He, cause in fantasy, he just came off the waiver wire, (laughs) but I, the one that I, I will put at the top for me. Although you could argue this is good or bad, uh, was the yeah. French World Cup player that missed the goal that lost them the World Cup. Got a lot of screenshots of that TV going, Marquez, what have you done? You let us down, man. <laughs> yeah, it would be cool to be a World Cup player, but like that wasn't me. But like, hey, that's cool. <laughs> that's good. That's really that's really good. Um, the one that I get the most is people think I'm from like America's best dance crew. There's like some guys that had bleach stripes in their hair back oh. in the day. Okay. And someone will be like, Oh, were you that dancer guy? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That was me. That was me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me show you. Let me show you. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. That's All right. That's good. That's good. Okay. Um, what, what else, what else you got on your list? Uh, that you have cooking. Let me reopen this. Okay. Last, I think I have one more. So social, we did that. Dynamic Island, I said the Quest Pro, best piece of tech. I, I actually did my whole list now. I got my whole list. I got the cars okay. out the way. I got okay. the best Apple product. I mean, you could pick another company and do their best product. I feel like if you went, let's see, who did a lot of products this year? Google, Samsung. Google. What is the So what's the best Google product of 2022? We went over the watch. Actually, at the, oh, I, yeah. I, I think it's, right now. I think it's pretty, it's definitely a Pixel 7. It's definitely Pixel yeah, 7. Yeah, Pixel 7 Pro. Yeah. Now, is it yeah. the 7 Pro or the that's, 7? That's a, mm, I mean, it, it reminds me of XM5 versus XM4. You're probably going to be just fine. And overall, Pix, Pixel 7. Pixel 7. Yeah, I think the 7 is just the... Uh, I'm, tr- I'm not trying to spoil my smartphone awards quite yet, but I think that's a pretty... Yeah, I wasn't trying to spoil your awards either today. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. pretty great overall bang for the buck shall we say so yeah yeah good, i like pixel 7 for google's best that's product. a little teaser that's a teaser for y'all if you can understand words um, yeah like i was trying to say okay let's um let's do this one how about best movie i know we're all busy but maybe you've seen a few flicks what is your personal best movie for 2022 so this will be a bit of a confession uh i don't watch many movies at all so my my movie watching because I spend so much time watching YouTube videos, my movie watching is confined to whatever ends up in the seat back infotainment on an airplane. If it ends up there, great. I got time, right? I'm just sitting. I'll watch something there. So I haven't seen very many new movies. I mean, I'll go from if you have a good if you give me a top five, I'll let you know if I've seen any of them. So my top five, and you'll be like, yeah, I've seen that. That's a good movie. Is that what you were saying? I mean, I, I might not have seen it. top five? It's possible, yeah. I'll pick. If, I can, okay. if I've seen any of them, I'll let you know. It's probably maybe one or two. Okay. My top two movies, I interchange them 
depending on what I ate for breakfast. Number one would be Top Gun Maverick. Have you seen that, my man? Have you seen that? No, but I've seen a lot of trailers and teasers. I've heard good things. The cinematography alone. You yeah. You need to see it. You need okay. to see that. That's they the one I've heard the most where, about. Um, uh, what is it? So Sony themselves, uh, they took, I don't remember which model of camera it was, but they took one of their top cameras and they actually created an umbilical cord so that the camera could fit in the cockpit of these fighter jets to record uh, the footage from like Tom Cruise's perspective and the others. And this umbilical cord then housed like the rest of the system. So it was kind of like the lens system had umbilical cord going to the 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 computer that the heart of it. Whoa. And that's how what they used to shoot inside the cockpit for Top Gun Maverick. Okay, I'm gonna I think I've heard so many things about that movie that I'm gonna have to see that one just because of what everyone said about how incredible it was to shoot. It sounds it sounds good. It, I might have to go see that. I mean, the, the hard part is like when you when people hype up a movie so much, then you're like, that's all right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I don't see enough. So I like if I go in theaters and I actually see a movie, it's it's probably one of two movies I see in a theater that year. So like you know, the atmosphere, the big screen, the speakers, yeah, it's probably yeah. it's probably pretty good. Okay, uh, number two movie I loved, everything, everywhere, all at once, Michelle Yeoh. It's like a multiverse flip. It's not a Marvel esque movie at all. Okay, incredible story. Um, dynamics. I think I, if that's on a if, that, if that's on the back of a seat at a on a plane and you're awake because you're not passed out from being so tired, that that would be a movie worth watching. Okay, okay. I'll just give you three because five seems so much. And then, ooh, this is going to be controversial, but from a technical standpoint, mm-hmm. Avatar: The Way of Water. The new Avatar. I think, okay. I think. Look, the story. The the. <laughs> here's how I put it. The movie itself is just the visuals are mind-boggling we just haven't seen anything like this the shooting at the higher frame rate and then it changing in between scenes is a little jarring that i don't like but um just from a movie experience if you're a movie goer you gotta see you gotta see it in imax 3d specifically with the larger format oh okay the the characters are very one-dimensional i'll be real with you (laughs) but the movie is very very three visuals are (laughs) yeah yeah did you did the you say they change like. frame rates between scenes? So what happens is, from what I recall, James Cameron shot it at 48 frames per second, but within the scenes, um, you can tell it's tweaked, where sometimes it looks video game flowy smooth. Other times it is like in close-up shots with two people talking, it looks like 24 frames per second. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 been shot at a high frame rate and then kind of like tuned i guess you could say it's it's really interesting it's kind of jar as someone as a 30 frames per second man over here that is me that is me. the champion yeah yes that is fascinating Um, i think i think it would i think it would be i think it would be weird but just from that look the reality is that i i probably should read a little bit more about it but i know it's shot at a high frame rate and it's not visually you can tell it's not the same all the way through right that is interesting yeah i mean i feel like you know, I can shoot things at high frame rates and always change up the frame rate, but correct. It's all about like shutter speed for me as far as like how something feels because if I shoot something at a super high frame rate and a fast shutter speed, I don't see how I turn that into normal res- <laughs> like that seems tough. But, you know, someone like James Cameron sounds up for the challenge, so maybe that's something. Now, I I'm probably not going to be able to watch that and appreciate it on the seatback of an airplane. It's 3 hours and 12 minutes, dude. Oh dang. Okay. Well, I'm gonna find. So, I'm gonna you, have you to. You probably know you're not gonna see it. Yeah, that's a that's a tough sell. I, I'm gonna see them. I'll see Top Gun. I'll do that. You got if there's one movie. I, yeah, I, just from a cinematography standpoint, you got to see Top Gun. Okay, sure. I'll see Top um, Gun. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, the the underwater scenes though look incredible because they like they they look really flowy, but it, it makes sense like it it flows more underwater than it does above land. Got it. Got it. That's it's, fascinating. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting. But okay. Hmm. All right. Um, let's see here. Do I have any? Okay, I have two more, and then we'll we'll wrap this bad boy up. Okay. Um, best thing you ate. Food. It could be a dish. It could be a snack. It could be a sweet. It could be a treat. What is the best thing that you ate in 2022? Wow. Okay. So this one has some context. Uh, yeah. I've been trying not to have as much sugar. I've, I've realized that I am basically addicted to sugar. Like I don't drink coffee. 
I don't drink alcohol. Like my only vice is sugar. And so I've tried to make an active effort for the past like six months or so, but more, especially in the last two months to, to have less sugar. Um, but around the holiday season and like my birthday and like, oh, pie, brownies come up, things come up. And there's just like a tray of brownies. And I just remember eating like two brownies after not having sugar for a while and just being like, geez, that's a lot of sugar. And it's just like the, the, the rush of everything coming back to where I remember why I like sugar so much. Uh, so just a, a classic, you know, oven baked brownie, just a standard fudge brownie. That's me. Mm. So, uh, Brownlee's brownies. <laughs> yeah, brownies br- exactly. That's that's where I we, we got. Yeah, you could you could, hey this I mean business opportunity. Someone can someone can help you out with that one. Just the classic brownie. Yep. All right, um, mine. This is to indulge me. Uh, so I go, my mom is from Hawaii. I go there like every year. Um, so there's a like a fried dough it's not a donut per se but it's like a donut it's called a malasada are you familiar with this no but is it's it basically similar like, to a zeppoli at all like an oh, dude i'm it's like an what's a, a zeppoli? so that's an italian it's basically a fried dough with sugar on it it's uh yeah, yeah just a yeah, ball like a yeah. lot of sugar on it right yeah, yeah yeah so you know i love fancy foofy restaurants once in a while and so what this place did in kind of like as a take on it, they take this fried donut with sugar on it and you like sugar. Then they put this like vanilla cream on the bottom. So it's like really like this burst of vanilla instead of putting in the middle of the donut or the malasada. And then on top, they put it with they put caviar on it. So it's like this salty, Whoa. sweet, classy treat. It was the best thing I ever ate. I'm going to wow. I'll show you a picture down the road. I did not expect it's, that. It was incredible, though. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And that's I, that's more of a specifically like I should do that in Hawaii and not try to pull that off in like Wisconsin or something. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do okay. that. If you go to Hawaii, hit me up. I mean, I my mom is from there. I have a, a master list that evolves every time I go of like the places you have to eat at. Okay. And this place is called Miro Kaimuki. It is the place you have to go eat at when you're in Hawaii. Okay. Noted. Oh. I've been like two or three times now. Um, but I definitely have not been there, so that is I have to add that to my list. That sounds good. Yeah, it's it's good. It's 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 the the whole restaurant is just phenomenal. Um, okay, last one. Here we go. Best personal moment of 2022 as we wrap this up. A little little gets you to kind of reflect on, you know, there's a lot of things that happen with you every year. But what was maybe your favorite or one of your favorite personal moments this year? Wow. Um, you know. Like I mentioned, personal here, Marquez. Yeah, we. I, I mentioned this earlier. I did a. I did a good amount of trophy emoji winning this year, so I had a. I had a really good time. Some of your viewers might know I play ultimate frisbee. I play on a professional team. I play on a club team. Uh, every four years is a new club world championships, and so this year was a world's year, and so I played for New York's pro team and New York's club team. And New York's club team, we won the world championships this year. And that week-long tournament culminating in a dub, I think I think I'm gonna put that at the top of my list. It was pretty good. That's incredible, dude. I mean, it's the World Cup of Ultimate Frisbee. That's what you participated in, right? Essentially, yeah. Basically. And we played a bunch of right. a huge variety of teams. We played uh Singapore, we played Japan, we played the UK, we played a it, it was yeah, I think the World Cup is a pretty good explanation actually. Uh and yeah, very different styles from these different teams representing their yeah. countries and uh to sort of have the the coaching and calibration to adapt to each of these styles and then we ended up playing another US team in the finals, but like just the path to get there and to actually overcome that. That was, that was fun. Yeah. I would do that again. 10 out of 10 would recommend. That's, that's that's amazing. All right, Marquez. Um, I I think unless you have any random sleepers in there, I mean, I'm tapped out now with, you're not going to tell us your first personal favorite moment. Oh, Um, well, I mean, it's kind of work related, but it's kind of not, um, you don't, I'm not saying go watch it, but, Every year I try and do like a music video parody um, that is linked to like a popular song and then tie it into like a tech product. So um, it just dropped like a day ago. I put out a video uh, for the iPhone 14 Pro, but it's called I'm a need a new iPhone and it's a parody of Silk Sonic's Leave the Door Open. 
we went we went hard on this <laughs> we went we went to joshua tree rented out this like cool house i've never okay. gone this hard for a music video but i felt like it deserved it and I, it's 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 fun i do re- i remember you did return of the mac and that Ooh, one yeah i did that, that one was pretty sick so the bar is high so the bar is high i'll be i'll check it out that's good okay I mean, you know, I'd love to hear what you think. If you saw Return of the Mac, then um, okay. You know, I know how you like to raise that bar. We rose the of course. bar, of course. Okay, all right. I see you. I see you. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's good. That's good. So, um, Marquez, thanks so much for hanging out. Um, you know, we'll see each other at the next events. And uh, are you going to be at CES? I, I would assume. Briefly, yeah. I'll touch down and and take off. Probably, I'll be there for at least a day. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, we'll probably see each other out there. If not, at some event in the ne- the next couple weeks most likely exactly all right right on bro uh thanks so much for hanging out and there you go everybody the best of these are not the mkbhds bk mkbhds these are uh the mkbts bts sure yeah does that yeah. make sense it doesn't that doesn't make sense don't 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 go with that <laughs> <laughs> new award show <laughs> <laughs> new new award show all right bro we'll, we'll talk to you soon thanks a lot yep thanks for having me all right, everybody. So there you go. You know what? I would love to hear from you all. What what were some of your best of 2022? Maybe some of your worst. We got to talk about a whole lot of things. You also got to learn some things about us, but it was really fun. Marquez is always down, and it's fun to have peers in this space to be able to say, hey, you want to jump on the pod? And when we can make time for each other, we do. And we're cool like that. So that is going to do it for the last podcast of Apple Bits. XL for 2022. We will see you next year, everybody. Take care, be safe. You know, again, these are the holidays. It's a time of reflection, a time to look back, a time to spend time with loved ones, a time to celebrate our loved ones that aren't here, and just kind of take a look back and look forward at the same time to new starts, new beginnings, and continuations of things that we've already done. And I just encourage you all listening who have continued to support me all these years. We're almost coming up to five years of me being independent. I'm going to do something at least special for that. And I just want to say thank you to all of you. I can't believe, I really said I'm going to give this a three-year run and see where we're at. And you have allowed me to continue to do this. And I will keep on doing this. And I just can only say thank you from the bottom of my heart. It's incredible. So in a couple days, I'll be flying out to Las Vegas. We're going to CES 2023, the place I always dreamed of being at as a kid. And now I get to host the freaking thing. It is incredible. I cannot wait to see all the new tech. I think car tech is going to be huge this year. Also, smart home tech, the Internet of Things. And then uh, there's there's kind of this bubbling theme of the sustainability in tech. And then I'm going to say the M word. I think we're going to see a lot of metaverse stuff as well. Companies, large, medium, and small. This is the hotbed. This is the Super Bowl of technology and innovation. And I love it. So we'll talk to you soon, everybody. Take care. Be safe. Be good. We'll see you in 2023. It's the Apple Bits XL, baby. Peace.